you have single-handedly changed our family because of mastermind because i felt safe enough and realized with your help realized that it's not just about the picking up of the toys and the back talk and the productive conversation scripts it's not about that it's about healing myself and becoming a better version of myself and showing up and being able to be that way for my entire family I really credit you with doing something that I literally have not been able to do with countless therapists and all the journaling and all the thinking and all the meditating and all the things. It was because of you. So thank you for helping heal what I thought was unhealable. My name is Randy Rubenstein, and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast. At Mastermind Parenting, we're on a mission to support strong-willed kids and the families that love them. You're listening to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast with Randy Rubenstein, and welcome to the show. Well, hi, guys. How are you? I have a great topic and conversation this week. Um, I'm going to be featuring a conversation, another conversation like a few podcasts ago between Lindsay, who is on my mastermind parenting team. She's sort of like my, I call her my co-parent because mastermind parenting is my fourth child. I know that probably sounds, (laughs) sounds messed up. And that's how I believe I just have so much love for the work that I do. And Lindsay really is my co-parent. She started off as a mom in my program. I featured her a lot on the podcast. So I'm proud for those of you who've been listening for a long time. You know, Lens, you know, the Lens. Anyway, so she helps me really take care of all of the parents that come and work with us. And so she sat down and had a conversation with a mom who is in our community. And this mom is a medical professional. I have a lot of medical professionals that reach out to me who, frankly, they haven't been able to solve the issue of, you know, their strong-willed child's behavior and how much it's hijacking their family and their life. And trust me, when a medical professional comes to me, they have already gone many places before they've come to me. And so when they come to me, a lot of times it's like, I'll try anything. Like nothing's working. So I heard somebody told me that they listened to your podcast or they worked with you or they did one of your programs. And so, you know, I'm sort of at my wits end. I'll try anything. So the mom you're going to hear from today, she's a medical professional, lots of training, lots of information. And she just knew that like my kid's not doing well. Like, I have to do whatever I can to help this child feel and do better because he's just not doing well. And frankly, we're exhausted and we can't continue living this way. She was exhausted. This mom, her name's Ann Ashley. And she came to us just frankly in overwhelm, sort of, it was, it was pretty dire. And she's extremely knowledgeable about what was, you know, what the issues were, right? With her training and who she is as a mom. She had done many different programs before. She sort of knew it all. And on top of it, her son has 
a medical diagnosis and a condition that is not, it's not a black and white situation that's super easy to understand, but essentially he is very, very, his body is very much affected by the different foods and environmental issues, and he'll go through these bouts of inflammation. And so she had really become quite an expert on her son's medical condition and and felt like she was on top of it. And she just, she was like, and nothing is really helping his behavior. It's just sort of out of control. And so when she initially got on the phone with Lindsay, you know, because this mom like really knows her stuff and knew exactly what was going on with her kid and was going into all of the different parts of his medical diagnosis, Lindsay, she was like, uh, I'm not sure if we can help these people because the mom was like, Can't, have you ever worked with someone that has this condition before? And Lindsay's like, not to my knowledge. Um, and she's like, well, will you know how to work with us? Right. And Lindsay was like, let me go check with Randy. I'm not sure because that's who we are. Like, we're a small company. We are here because we truly want to help you. It's not like we're going to get on the phone with anyone and, and give you the hard sell. If we don't feel like we can help you, what we do is we put our brains together because I am pretty resourceful and I have picked up lots of resources and I find the help that I think is going to be the best resource for you. And if it's not us, I'm going to, you know, it wouldn't work to work with people that aren't a good fit or if we truly can't help you. And so we find the best resource that we, that, you know, we, we would recommend. So Lindsay comes to me and she's like, so here's the deal. And this is the condition. And the mom asked me if we could help them, but you know, had we ever worked with someone with this condition before? And I, you know, can we help them? Or do you have a different resource for them? And I was like, Linz, um, we can absolutely help them because the overwhelm and exhaustion that they're feeling is due to problematic behavior and the climate in the household. Like they've got the medical thing. This mom is like an expert on this medical condition. They've got the medical condition under control. All the things that are stressing them out at this point are behavioral. Yes, mastermind parenting is exactly what they need. And she was like, oh yeah. <laughs> She's like, I got nervous because there were so many medical terms being thrown around. And I was like, no, when it's behavioral, and especially if it's exactly what we see all day, every day, the strong-willed kid, like, this is our jam. She was like, oh, yeah, okay, we can help them. So I think you're going to enjoy hearing about Ann Ashley's story and and a very candid conversation. You know, I just love, I love all of my moms because there's just, you know, all I ever crave is truth telling. And that is, I just feel like, like if we're not talking about what's really going on, then we can't solve the problems. And so I just love how, you know, these moms come on here and they're sharing their stories and they're like, what is motivating them to do that? What is motivating them to share their stories? And I really believe it's like, just this desire where it's like we all know that we're stronger together than 
living separately on Isolation Island, trying to figure this stuff out all alone. And so whenever I have moms that come on and are so willing to share their stories, I just, you know, it just makes me smile because I'm like, okay, this is a good person who wants to share their story because they're motivated in the same way I'm motivated to do this work, which is like, like you, you don't have to suffer the way I suffered, the way I felt way back when. Like, if I can help you get to where I am now in less time, like, that's amazing, right? That's amazing. And I feel like that just taps into like the good part of being a human where it's not a rat race. We're not competing. Who's the best mom? Who's got the kid with the most trophies or gets into the most prestigious college or the bullshit bumper stickers or the Facebook posts or the whatever it is. Like, no, we're not doing that here. What we're doing here is we're helping our kids to feel and do better. We're transforming our strong-willed kids. We're changing their lives. And if we can share what we have learned and help other families who are in a similar situation, then we all win. Then we all win. So yeah, I think you're going to learn a lot. I think that it's interesting, the piece in the conversation that Anne Ashley says she feels like we've helped her the most with, and it's actually has to do with her even more. You know, her kid is affected by this thing within her that she has, you know, she has really been able to grow. But I thought some of um, the things that she shared was, I think, thought it was interesting. You know, she was much more, she she was talking a lot about how she has shifted and, and how what's going on in their home has, of course, shifted too. But she really honestly tells us what in her has shifted, okay? So enjoy this conversation and I hope you have some good takeaways and that's what I got. I would love if you could just share some of the challenges that you were facing kind of prior to starting Mastermind. I remember I remember where I was sitting when I was talking you in my office when you were saying like where you were saying like but are you sure that you guys have worked with people who have kids who have pandas have you have you worked with that before I'm like well I don't know if that specific thing we've worked with that has come our way but we definitely have had a little bit of everything right yeah yeah, yeah, I do. I remember that phone call too. And I, I remember being very like, you know, uncertain, at, but like also willing to just be like, well, let's, let's, why not give it a shot? You know, like it can't hurt. So, you know, what brought us to that point was, so my oldest son, um, who's now nine, he has been a challenged parent from very, very early on, um, really since like, late infancy. Um, infancy was great. There's no problems at all. In late infancy, he started having night terrors, which was puzzling, And but we didn't think much of it. But then as he started to go into toddlerhood, he was just very dysregulated and very 
like it took a lot to maintain him on an even keel. And, but we were, we managed, it was just a lot. And then we had his, his brother when he was two and, um, it became unmanageable because there was a new baby, you know, and we couldn't meet both of their needs because my, my older son still had so many needs. And over the years, you know, we, we reached out to our pediatrician who, well, I had a couple of pediatricians over the years and, you know, one of them was really good in listening and in reassuring, you know, this is normal, you know, there's different temperament styles, you're doing a good job, you just need to keep at it, you know, and then after time when things didn't improve, she referred us to like a psychologist in the pediatrician's office who discounted everything that I said about my son because she basically said that um, I wasn't praising him enough. And, and I relayed to her that when I praised my son, it seemed to piss him off. Like he would be playing nicely. And I would remark like, Oh, you're, you're doing, you know, you're playing so nicely or some, some other such statement. And he would like throw the block that he was playing with, like clearly did not like that. And when I reported that to her, she just didn't, think that that was correct (laughs) so that was unhelpful and then we kind of like you know we got busy with life for a couple years and we're like okay I guess this is just life I guess there's nothing to figure out we're just gonna keep going keep on keeping on and then you know around age five you know he started kindergarten and the teacher didn't have strong learning concerns he was definitely like on the slower side to pick things up, but I still had concerns and I sought out help with like a social worker and, you know, we saw a social worker for a while and he brought up the possibility of like, maybe there being like some attention and learning issues. And like all through this time, you know, we're just very dysregulated. Like he's just every day is like every day is a hard day for Julian. And for us, and everyone's tiptoeing around him. And even still, that's not like enough to sort of maintain a calm household. And so anyway, you kind of fast forward to a couple years later, we, uh, we, we, when we, we investigated the ADHD and found out he did have ADHD and he had dyslexia. And then I went to an ADHD clinic because, you know, you're supposed to go to a special psychiatrist that specializes in ADHD with children. And that doctor talked to me about the diet changes and how diet can impact ADHD symptoms and regulation. And so we did the single diet where you have to take out every artificial additive to the foods, the colors, the preservatives, everything. And that sometimes can cause a dramatic change in behavior. So we did that for like six months and it didn't seem to help. And as like a kind of spontaneous thing, I asked the pediatrician to run strep titers because I had heard of Candace and um, she agreed to do it, but was like, oh, I don't think anything's going to come from it, but okay. And so she ran the strep titers and lo and behold, she found out that he had um, very high strep titers, which does not make sense because he didn't have an active strep infection. So she referred me to a pandas specialist. And I, I, don't, I won't go into like all of the details because there's so many of them and they're not really pertinent, but like suffice it to say that we realized that 
medically, like he was very much not a healthy kid. His immune system was really impacted. He has um, inflammation throughout his body and his brain, which, you know, is, was causing, you know, his, his dysregulation. Um, we did identify some food sensitivities. And so we, and we tried, you know, things like neurofeedback, you know, we tried everything that people said, like, this could help. <laughs> like, there's not really research behind it, but it helps some people. We tried all of it. Um, we tried PCIT. Um, and, you know, things were maybe getting a little bit better, but still life was really hard in my house um, for all of us. And I think that, you know, although maybe the dysregulation, it wasn't happening quite as often when it did happen, it was still like impacting the call in a really, really big way. And as always, like I've always followed parenting advice from books and from podcasts and from parenting threads and somebody in one of my Facebook groups, you know, recommended mastermind parenting. And that's what led me to, to kind of reach out. And, you know, the biggest, I think the biggest change or the biggest shift that happened was I had a resource to go to, like whenever I needed to, whenever I had this, a, a question or a scenario, there was somebody to, to listen and to give me feedback. And, you know, it just helps so much with my, my confidence as a parent, because I think that's where I really, really struggled because I never, never felt certain. Am I, am I approaching this in the right way? Am I being too strict? Am I being too loose? Am I being empathetic enough? Am I being too empathetic? You know, <laughs> all of those things that you just never, you just second guess yourself. And so mastermind parenting has been really transformative in that for me, because I feel like I'm getting my feet under me in terms of like how to be, you know, the leader and the pack leader for my, for my family, which I think we all needed, you know, even beyond just my, my older son who struggled so much, so much. I also remember where I was sitting in Colorado when I was like, I think it was like your week three. And I was like, you're ready for the sleep thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you were, you were kind of ready. And I was like, yeah, it's time. Let's go. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I was so, I was terrified. I didn't bring I it up. I didn't bring it up for the first couple of weeks, but I think it right. was maybe week three. And I remember you being super nervous because, and I could resonate mm -hmm. uh, with you so much because, I mean, I came to Mastermind Parenting because out of the same fears you did, just like, am I mm -hmm. doing it right? Is my son going to be okay? Like, and then the biggest fear, like, we never want our kids to hurt themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, that is the ultimate, like, thing that. I was always worried about. So like, I remember being like, okay, you're ready. Can you yeah. talk a little bit about that and what that process is? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, in, in our, um, in our struggles to try to find, you know, normalcy, like sleep has always been a really, well, not always, but like, you know, since early toddlerhood sleep has been an issue for my son. Um, like he sleep trained normally as an infant, um, but then some, somewhere with the sleep terrors, sleep became something that was really hard for him to transition to sleep. But we were always of the mindset of like, 
The parent has to be consistent. The parent has to set the boundary. So we'll walk him back up there 500 times if we have to. But really what ended up happening is like we would lose our patience and we would start screaming in the same, at the pro- in the process of that. And it became um, a battle every single night. And it really impacted my son's feelings about himself. And he, he was, he was very fearful of going to sleep. Like he was terrified to go to sleep. And he said that he didn't want to be alive anymore because he was just so tired of that struggle every night of his parents yelling at him, go to sleep, you know, and it was just such a battle for him. So when it, we got to that point, you know, it was like, a slap on the face that we like woke us up like holy shit it's not just a matter of us being consistent like he can't do it like we're not we're something's not right we're not doing this right and so we pulled back a hundred percent and we started staying in his room with him until he felt like he could go to sleep and that went on for about a year and that was also exhausting because he's still even with us in the room it was still a struggle for him to transition to sleep and when we went into mastermind parenting, I think one of my, one of the first conversations with you, I remember was you saying like, well, we're not going to, you know, like usually sleep is one of the first things that we kind of address, but we're not like with this issue, we're, we're not going to hit this right away. We're going to like kind of work up to it. We're and gonna I remember, like, wait, wait till three weeks in before we're like, yeah. you ready? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really like when I wasn't, I, I didn't think that it, we, we were ready, but Randy was so confident that it was going to be okay, that I was willing to just like go along with it, you know, with her kind of handholding. And then when we actually started, I mean, it was like, uh, it, I was like pinching myself night after night, like, because of course the first couple nights were hard, but it wasn't the nightmare that I had been afraid of you know it was not it wasn't I could tell it wasn't damaging him the way that I had worried that it was going to in fact I think I could tell it was the opposite that it was like it it was time to do it and he needed to have it done too he couldn't do it on his own he needed us to implement it for him and you know that has given us so much you know so much back you know in terms of yeah, what's it like now, bedtime and falling asleep? So now bedtime is, you know, he goes to sleep in his room alone. He all he mostly has the cat with him. And a parent has to stay on the second floor, like in our bedroom, which is down the hall from his bedroom. So one parent is usually downstairs, like watching TV. And one parent is is up in the bedroom, like on the laptop or something. And, and we kind of alternate those nights. And I would say, you know, 70% of the time he transitions to sleep without too much, you know, avoidance. Like there might be an extra like, oh, I'm hungry. I need a cheese stick or, um, oh, I just wanted to check something, you know, but for the most part, he will just stay in his bed and, and go to sleep and he'll stay there the whole night. The other like 30% of the time, he still shows that he's having a hard time. Like he'll come out, he'll say he's scared, but we have a new rule where he cannot come out of his room more than one time without, you know, getting an oops day for the following day. And when we implemented that, it, it helped tremendously because he was starting to do it multiple times a night and 
you know, he wasn't getting the rest that he needed, you know, and, and it became like, I think anything with, with my son, like it becomes like, he has what someone used to call when he was, he was little, like a sticky brain, like it becomes a pattern very, very easily. And then it's really, really hard for him to, to change the pattern. Um, so when we started saying like, you know, you, you can come out and tell me that you're scared one time, but if you can't stay in your bed after that, then just, you know, it's, you know, it's going to be an oops day. And, um, he has been able, I think he's had one oops day in the last two weeks, um, since we've done that. So, and it still ebbs and flows, like, and there's, it's hard to figure out what the, what the the trigger is when he does have a rough night, like it, we, it's, we're not really sure, but um, the bottom line is that the rough nights are the, by far the minority and most of the nights are, are pretty smooth. Yeah. Um, and the thing that I need to point out is that like you received the information, you mm-hmm. took action, you came back over and over again saying, but what about this piece? And what about that piece? But this happened. So now what? Yeah. What do I, you kept tweaking, which was you expanding upon what you were already doing. Like, and that's how all this works is just learning, implementing. And then it was like the learning was just compounding and you kept at it. Yeah. And, and this nice, last time, uh-huh. like this last yeah. tweak that we did when I said, um, you can't, you know, come out more than one time. Like I didn't even feel like I needed to go to Randy to say like, well, should I do this? Like, I just felt confident enough to be like, this is what needs to be done. And then I did it. Wow. And, um, you know, so that like confidence piece is just really, really huge. You know, I still want brandy's dependent on plenty of things <laughs> but there are me too that, you know, <laughs> there are some things now that i'm like okay i think i got this you know yeah that's amazing like like your confidence as a mom but your confidence like as a whole human and just like yeah. knowing how to how to deal with things so yeah it sounds like you know I'm sure that you feel like you're able to handle conflict in general better when it comes to when, when the problems arise with your kids. Like, yeah. And I think also like, you know, experiencing sort of like the ups and downs and um, now not like catastrophizing that when it happens in my head. Like, I think that's also been helpful to like, just realize like there's going to be times where it's not smooth sailing and that doesn't mean that we've like lost all of our progress it just means you know could mean a variety of things it could be everybody's tired it could be everyone's overwhelmed or it could be weather like it could be a lot of things it doesn't mean that it's like you know you're back to square one yeah so kind of maintaining that maintaining that like sense of like i got this or or i'm gonna get this or we will get this kind of. Yeah. And it allows you to like stay calm in the moment. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 
podcast listeners, I want to invite you for a powerful parenting party. Yes, a parenting party. I want you to come and join me for Coach Week Live. I'm going to teach you my nice framework live. We're going to weave the learning into your real life scenarios. This is where learning happens on steroids. We're going to transform the lives of as many strong-willed kids as we can in one week. So go to mastermindparenting.com forward slash coach week. The link is in the show notes and I want you to sign up and join me. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, it's my chance to get to know you and you're going to have a powerful week that has the ability to change the life of your child and frankly, your whole family. I cannot wait for you to join me at Coach Week Live. How would you rate your level of connection just from beginning to now? And just how it's changed this, um, through with, through this process, yeah. With my with my kids, yeah. Before mastermind to now, yeah. I mean, for sure, I think we our connection is it's stronger in the sense of like. I mean, I always was like really connected to my kids, but I wasn't always stepping in as that firm like pack leader. And I think that's been really huge to for for everyone, including me, to recognize like I'm in charge. I'm responsible for setting us up for success. I'm responsible for telling the people what to do and teaching them how to do it. And you know, they're responsible for learning. And um, it's reduced some of the like frustration. I think from like. Of, from me being like, well, why why don't you know this already? Or why or shouldn't you know this already? Or for me to kind of have the perspective of like, they're just learning and I'm the person that's supposed to be teaching them. So if they don't know, then it's something that I probably need to do differently or think about differently. Um, and I think that that has translated to them feeling more secure in themselves and less like, criticized, you know, that they're not meeting this expectation. Lovely. Yeah. Do you have any goals for like, from just moving forward, maybe just something that you're focused on now that you're working towards just in your process of learning? Yeah. I mean, my, 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 my word of the year is confidence. (laughs) So I really just want to build more of that both in parenting and outside of parenting, you know, and um, I want to build upon this like foundation that we have of like, of, of the family, just enjoying family time and being, being together um, and just having, you know, having fun. Um, you know, this was been like, this was the year that finally, like we were able to sit down at the table and like play Monopoly for like 45 minutes without somebody like losing their shit. We had a, a, a role for a while of like almost every night we were playing Uno after dinner. And sometimes it would like result in like hysterics from like all of us would be like hysterical because, somebody did something funny and we just like really started to just enjoy each other more this year. And I'm really just looking forward to 
kind of more and more of that. It's so fun working with implementers, people that actually like do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because you, think- you, it sounds like so just like unimportant, but you would not believe how many people sign up for our program and sign up to work with us and just yeah don't show up. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is that, I mean, I was so feeling so lost and in needing and wanting guidance for so long and I could never find the right kind of guidance. And the other part is like that, like I'm an obliger and I think I do really well in that kind of relationship where it's like someone is giving me the path and I'm following the path and they're like, okay, you're on the path or you're like, you know, you're not, you're, you're stepping off the path, get back on the path. That's just something that I think I function well in. Okay. My last question. What is the most surprising thing that you've learned about yourself in this process? Oh, that's a good question. And I, I have a hard time answering things like that on the spot. So let me think for a minute. Yeah. The most surprising thing I've learned about myself. Um, you know, it's not like necessarily directly related to mastermind, but mastermind definitely led me on the path of doing more like self exploration. And I did do like, of course I ended up doing a course of therapy that was like, um, centered on like internal family relationships. And, and I, that was a huge learning process in terms of me learning about my own vulnerabilities and triggers and, you know, insecurities that I have and where they came from. That was tremendously eye-opening. And I don't think I would have gotten there if I was not in Mastermind. Amaze. Amaze. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Through the ups and the downs and keep us involved every step. I definitely will. I think I'm going to be one of the lifers. I don't think you guys are ever going to get rid of me. I love when people say that. I'm like, why do you think I work for the mastermind? (laughs) Why do you think that's my job? There's a reason. Yeah. 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 Well, good. We love you. We love you. Thank you so much. After you, after you, your sleep scenario, it was like, boom, boom, boom. We had like four different families right after you. I remember there was the one mom that I was like, I was sharing, you know, what we, what, how everything went, but I don't know what happened. How, how are you coaching? I don't was even remember which one that was Natalie. I think he's sleeping through the night. You're the, the coaching that you received from Randy back and forth, back and forth. I merged all of her audios together and made it a training. Okay. And before I would even talk to people, I'm like, you need to listen to this audio, then we'll hop on. Yeah. Yeah. It was super helpful. Like, like just her responses to your scenarios. Yep. Um, It was like four people and I think they're all sleeping through the night. That's awesome. That's great to hear. So keep doing the hard work. Yeah. I definitely will. Thank Thank you so much for taking the time. Anytime. Wow. Isn't Anne Ashley amazing? Isn't her story powerful? I love in the conversation when she said, I'm responsible for teaching the people what to do and how to do it. 
and they're responsible for learning. And that really is where I want to pause for applause for Anne Ashley and the key takeaway to me from this episode, because it's actually about control, right? We take care of our kids and we're responsible for, for doing everything we can to raise healthy humans. And ultimately, we can't control whether they take responsibility and learn, right? We can't. We can't control that. You cannot control another human. And so many of us are, I mean, we're, we're hell-bent on continuing to try, and it only works never, right? We're responsible for teaching, and they're responsible for learning. And this is a big concept for most parents. And I want you to really think about this and process what it means for you, what it means for you. And, you know, when we show up in controlling ways where we're just trying to get them to do all the things or just listen to this thing or, you know, just what what is the consequence? I just need to, it always comes from a very anxious place. And whenever there's anxiety, it you know, there's control right? We want to, in an attempt to control our own anxiety, we try to control other people and tell them all the things that they need to do, that they should do without, and I'm not saying we're not going to help our kids learn new skills, right? We're going to teach them lots of things. But when you try to do it from this place where there's a lot of underlying anxiety and you show up and you're just exasperated and you're just trying to get them and get them, they're not going to be open to learning one damn thing, right? I mean, this is a pretty big concept. And if this resonates with you, I want you to really be thinking about what is underneath your anxiety and have you ever even identified it as anxiety, right? I'm going to be coaching on topics just like this and mindset shifts, just like I did with Ann Ashley at Coach Week Live, and it's just in a few weeks. And at Coach Week Live, I am going to teach you my nice framework for transforming strong-willed kids like Ann Ashley has been able to do and many other parents have been able to do with their formerly strong-willed kids and currently still at times strong-willed kids. And I want to coach you like I've coached her and get to work, get to work changing the dynamic in your household. Okay. So it's one week of intensity with me because I can be kind of intense, but it's fun. I promise. I just like, I just know this works and I just know there are children and families in pain and there's huge potential here, right? Like a peaceful family. That is what's waiting on the other side. A better life. Frankly, that's just a better life. That's just a better life. So I can't wait to get to know you. And especially if you've been a consistent podcast listener, I really, like, I know you feel like you know me and it's my chance to get to know you. And maybe sometime in the future, I'll be featuring your results and pausing for applause for you to inspire other people, right? And it's it's like this domino effect of one family getting results and feeling happier and healthier. And it just keeps going on and on and on. And we pay it forward. That's how, that's how we roll. 
Okay. So I hope you accept the invitation and I hope you're ready for your life to explode in only the best ways possible. So go to mastermindparenting.com forward slash coach week, all one word, all lowercase mastermindparenting.com forward slash coach week to sign up. And I can't wait to get to know you. The link is also going to be in the show notes. Thanks for listening today, guys. I hope you picked up some tips, tools, maybe some baby steps for creating more balance and boundaries in your life. And I just wanted to let you know, if you want to continue moving the needle forward in creating this for yourself, having a happier household, I want you to go to my website and check out mastermindparenting.com. We have three beginning programs. And if you need some accountability and more support, then please look for the one that would be a good fit for you. Um, And as always, we're on all the social channels under Mastermind Parenting. On Instagram, it's Mastermind underscore Parenting. Um, And, you know, periodically, I do pop up on different Instagram lives, Facebook lives, where I give you teaching and coaching. And I love engaging with you live to help you help your strong-willed kids so that they can feel better because when they feel better, they do better. And um, I love, love, love getting to know you guys. So thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Super, super appreciative.